spirit as I speak, Lord, who speaks through me. But our Lord, everyone who hears will be blessed, and that the name of Jesus be glorified. In Jesus' mighty and matchless name we have prayed. Amen and amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Happy Easter, everybody. Hallelujah. Happy Easter. Praise the name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Quickly, I will encourage us to open our Bibles to the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 5. 2 Corinthians chapter 15, sorry. We are reading from verses 12 to 17. 2 Corinthians chapter 15. We are reading from verses 12. Hallelujah. Are we all there? Okay, let's read together one to go. For we do not commend ourselves again to you, but give you an opportunity to boast on our behalf, that you may have an answer for those who boast in appearance and not in heart. For if we are beside ourselves, it is for God, or if we are of sound mind, it is for you. For the love of Christ compels us because we judge thus. If one died, then all died, and he died for all. That those who live should no longer for the, live for themselves, but for him who died for them and rose again. Therefore, from now on, we regard no one according to the flesh. For even though we have known him, Christ, according to the flesh, yet now we know him thus no longer. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Let's read that last verse together, one to go. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Praise the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. You know, on Friday, um, we had the Holy Ghost service. And the theme of the Holy Ghost service was the divine touch. Praise the name of the Lord. And one of the things that I took home from that meeting was the fact that no, Jesus doesn't touch you and you don't know. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Nobody that Jesus has touched remains the same. Praise the name of the Lord. And so here it says that if anyone, in other words, there is no bias to this invitation. So long as you're willing to make yourself obliged to this invitation, it says that what? If anyone is in Christ Jesus, he is a new creation. All things have passed away. It says, behold, all things praise the name of the lord all things in other words it is the design of god and the intention of god that every aspect of your life reflects god praise the name of the lord hallelujah that all things what have become new praise the name of jesus and so for those of us who are writing this afternoon the title of my sermon is understanding the new creation realities Praise the name of the Lord. Understanding the new creation realities. Praise God. Hallelujah. Apologies um, for the error in the text. It's supposed to be 2 Corinthians chapter 5, not 15. Praise the name of the Lord. So perhaps if this was an exam, 
Praise God. Hallelujah. Because I didn't even hear anybody say anything. Oh, okay. Praise God. Hallelujah. That's after the fact. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. One of the beautiful things about the new creation realities is that it is the, it tries to, or it's aimed at revealing to you and I everything that Christ has done for us on the cross of Calvary. Praise the name of the Lord. Because the reality of it is that the essence of why we celebrate the Easter, hallelujah, is everything that the Christian faith is all about. Praise God. I, I think it was in the first service and I asked the question, how many of us have ever been in debt before? Praise God. Don't worry. Okay, I'll raise my hand. At least let the husband man be the first partaker. Hallelujah. How many of us have ever been in debt here before? Debt. Okay. Praise God. Hallelujah. How many of us have had our debts forgiven? In other words, the person who you're owing tells you, you know what? I forget about it. Go your way and I go my way. Praise God. Impossible. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. By the end of this service, you'll see how possible it is. Praise the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I say that because the essence of why we are here today is because everybody here was once a debtor. Praise the name of the Lord. Or perhaps you are yet to give your life to Christ. You are what? Although you are a debtor, your debt has been fully paid. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Because the Bible said that under the law, we were all what? Debtors. Praise the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Funny enough, um, the country where I come from, okay? I'll leave you to guess where I come from. In the year 2005, um, the country was said to be owing about $30 billion. Praise God. $30 billion. And so they got into some certain negotiations. And the Paris Club, or those who provided the finance at the time, said, you know what? For one or two reasons, we choose to forgive $18 billion of that debt. Hallelujah. $18 billion of that debt. Only all you have to do is to what? Pay back 12. I'm going somewhere with this. Now, when that happened, fast forward, 2005 and we're in the year 2003, 2023. So that, that, that's about 18 years after. The country is worse off than when that debt was forgiven. Praise God. And so when you look at what Paul was saying here in this passage, it says in the verse 14 of it, it says, For the love of Christ compels us because we judged us. It says, If one died, then it says what? All died. And the 15 says, He died for all that we should no longer live for ourselves, but for Him who died for us. In summary, when something is not, the purpose of a thing is not known. It is subject to what? Abuse. Praise the name of the Lord. For many of us who are Christians here today, by the grace of God, we know that Jesus died on the cross of Calvary for us. But if you do not understand the new creation realities, allow me to say that you would, you would not walk in the fullness of what Christ has obtained for us. And so therefore, I said that the son of, of the new creation is one that is vital for every Christian. 
I say it's vital because for many of us, when we were in school, we learned or the basics or the fundamentals. So I'll give you a good example. Um, you cannot, I don't know about here in this country, but in the country where I came from, we did a subject called further maths, okay? You cannot be good in further maths and not be good in maths. Praise God, I stand to be corrected. I don't know anybody who will say, oh, I did well in further maths, but I didn't do well in my maths. Praise God. Why? Because it is the foundation upon which the further is built. Praise God. Hallelujah. And so, when I was growing up, you know, um, all I wanted to do when I was, if you ask me when I was growing up, I, I vividly remember in primary six, we were asked to write an essay. What do you want to be when you grow up? And my essay, everybody knew what I was going to write, that I wanted to be a medical doctor. And the reason why is because I just... There's this uncle of mine who just seeing him makes you want to be a doctor. Because even how he attended to patients, the care, you know, the way he treated his office, everything was just doctor inviting. Praise God. And so that was my life. My, I held that ambition for so long. So however, when I got to secondary school, um, my very first day of class, I saw this girl. And... For some reason, you know, the Bible says that all things work together for good. Praise God. At that time, I did not understand the good of it. But I saw this girl and her beauty just swayed me. And so my mission in school then was that I must just get this girl to like me. Unfortunately, she didn't. But that's not the essence of the story what I'm trying to say here. But... I did everything I could just to get her attention, and I was on her case. And so for that reason, the times when they were teaching us the basics of science, that I needed to be what? A good medical doctor. I wasn't listening. Praise God. I mean, the subject then was integrated science. And so it was a culmination of biology, physics, and chemistry. So there was this subject called balancing equation. And the truth is, if you don't know how to balance equation in chemistry, you just feel it. Praise God. And so, I struggled. I tried to wiggle my way around it, you know, in my GSS2. I didn't really do anything science-related. In my GSS3, you know, biology, I was the best in class. So I felt, oh, yeah, this dream of medicine is still alive. But by the time I got to my senior secondary school, I had no choice but to face the reality of life. Praise God. Because if you do not get the fundamentals right, it's only a matter of time it will show. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. No matter how you try to hide an injury, at some point in time, you would have to what? Until it's open, then you cannot treat it. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. And so, in my SS1, I had to face chemistry, physics, and I failed woefully. Praise God. And it just so happened that I had to repeat the class. And then my parents said, you know what, I don't think medicine is for you. Why don't you go to do business-related courses? I guess they saw the future, but if you ask me, I still want to be a doctor anyway. But I guess it's too late. Hallelujah. Praise God. Now, the reason why I'm saying all this is because if I was to ask us here, how many of us are Christians? I'm, I'm assuming maybe 90% of us will say that I'm a Christian. Now, if you do not get the fundamentals of Christianity, eventually it will show. 
Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Why? Because every day we are presented with various trials and tribulations. But it's only those who know their fundamentals, who know who they are in God, that are able to walk perpetually in victory. Praise the name of the Lord. So I said that the new creation realities is the revelation of all that has been apportioned to the believer by the reason of the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus. I said here that it is the unveiling of God's master plan, a detailed inheritance God the Father has laid out for those who put their faith in the finished works of Christ. Praise the name of the Lord. Because you understand that Galatians 4 tells us that what? Now I say that as long as an heir is a child, it says that what? He doesn't differ from a slave. Though he's a master of all, but he's under guardians and stewards under the time apportioned by the father. It says, even so, when we were children, we were in bondage under the elements of this world. But when the fullness of time had come, God sent forth his son, born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those who were under the law that we might receive the adoption as sons and it goes on to say that it's by that that the spirit of god came into us that we therefore cry out abba father i'm going somewhere the essence of all this is that until you have the knowledge of who you who you truly are in god you would not maximize your christian experience that although you may write that you are a christian on paper but in terms of the experience of christianity what makes christianity beautiful and glorious you would not have evidences to show praise god and for some of us it will even come across as if god is a lie or that the bible is incomplete or inconsistent with what is saying Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. And I said here that the difference between a slave and the one who is free is simply what? Knowledge. Praise God. If you read books on ancient civilization, you understand that one of the ways through which the captives were held captive was because they withheld knowledge from them. Praise the name of the Lord. That is the only way you can keep people bound. The reason why nations celebrate their independence was that at some point in time, somebody amongst their midst read a document to understand that at this point in time, I should no longer be a slave but free. And therefore, they began to fight for their independence. Praise the name of the Lord. And so here you understand that this knowledge that we're talking about here is not just to memorize or what I would call mental ascent. It's a place of revelation where the Holy Spirit begins to communicate to you the ideas of the Father such that you begin to take responsibility to walk in the fullness of these things. Praise God. When I didn't used to do well in school, my dad would always tell me something. He would say that I have done everything I can do for you as a father. In other words, I'm giving you the best of education. I make sure your fees are paid, but guess what? Your responsibility is to make what you want to make of your life. Praise the name of the Lord. And so even as we celebrate Easter, you must come to the understanding that on the cross of Calvary, when Jesus said that it is finished, Praise God. Similar to what my father was telling me that I have done my part. If only you are willing to do your part, only then will you walk in the realities of everything that I've promised you. Praise the name of the Lord. 
And so therefore here, the revelation of who we truly are and what we have in Christ cannot be attained until the veil is taken away. One of the things that the enemy tries to do or the devil tries to do is to keep the people blinded. Praise God. His intention is that you must never come to the understanding of what God is saying because the day you understand it is the day you are free. Think about the prodigal son. The Bible said that this boy went and spent his inheritance on riotous living. But the Bible said that there was a day when he came to his senses. Praise the name of the Lord. And so the prayer of every believer must always be, Lord, take away the veil. Because once the veil is taken away, then I'm able to understand who I truly am in Christ. Praise the name of the Lord. And so Paul here was saying that, but even if our gospel is veiled, is veiled to those who are perishing, whose minds the gods of this age has blinded. Because if their minds are not blind, they would have understood the gospel and would have been saved. Praise God. And so the Holy Spirit's assignment, as I said earlier on, is to reveal the heart of the Father to us. And so Paul began to cry to the church in Ephesus because it is not just enough to be Christian. That is just the first step. For many of us, we think that salvation is all there is to being a Christian. No. Praise the name of the Lord. The gospel is in two folds. Allow me to digress. There is the saving grace of God. In other words, God has saved us. But after you have been saved, there is something you need to do with your salvation. That is where the enabling grace of God comes into play. Where God begins to grant you the grace to live according to how he has designed you to live. And so Paul was saying that it is not just enough that you are saved. Because the church in Ephesus, they were saved. The Bible said that after I have heard of your faith, in the Lord. It says that what? I do not cease to pray for you that the God of the Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of all glory, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. That the eyes of your understanding may what be enlightened that you may know what is the hope of his calling, what are the riches of his glory of his inheritance and in the saints, that's what? That he displayed his mighty power, which he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead. And now this Christ is seated at the right hand of God in heavenly places. Praise the name of the Lord. And so there is a need. Paul understood this. And this is why Paul, in my opinion, is the best example to show us what God can do with the life of a man. When the Bible says that if any man is in Christ... You see, when you look at the, I don't want to say resume, but the life account of Paul, for many times we know world or human beings to predict someone's future based on their current situation. Praise the name of the Lord. You know, yesterday when I, uh, my wife and I we went to the store, there was this lady, perhaps people will say, oh, she's a junkie. There is nothing good that can come out of her life. But, you know, I just felt led just to talk to the lady. And I said, you know what, that I'm here to tell you that I, I said, do you mind if I pray with you? And I prayed with her and I said that Jesus came, asked me to tell you that he loves you. And that the life that you are living today is not what will be tomorrow. That for, for the fact that you are currently here does not mean that you don't have a bright future. Praise the name of the Lord. Why? Because the beauty of Christ is the fact that when people see you in Christ, what you used to be doesn't look like it any longer. 
Praise the name of the Lord. Because Paul was one of those people. The Bible said that Paul was a murderer. Praise God. He was heavily persecuting the church. And so when I asked the question, how many of us have been in debt before? Paul understood that. Because he said, and therefore, in this same Paul that is saying, if any man be in Christ, all things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. He had this revelation because if not, he would not have been able to do the remarkable things that God did through him. Praise God. And so there is a place of revelation. And so I asked this question, even as we're celebrating Easter, why did it have to be Jesus? Why Jesus? Why couldn't he have been an angel that came to save us? After all, the Bible said that God can do whatever he wants, but the truth is, it takes like to save like. Praise God. When you read the book of Hebrews, it said that the only reason why there's a high priest is because he's the only one who can offer sacrifices and gifts on behalf of himself and then on behalf of the people. Praise God. And so God had to send his son in the likeness of man that he should die on our behalf, that through our faith in him, we are able to be changed. And so Romans 5 verse 12 says, Therefore, just as through one man sin entered the world, death through sin does spread to all man, because all have sinned. For until the law, sin was in the world, but sin was not imputed when there is no law. Nevertheless, death reigned from Adam to Moses, even over those who had not sinned according to the likeness of transgression of Adam, who is a type of him who is to come. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. So what then are these new creation realities? What then am I supposed to experience? For many of us who are lecturers here, one of the things that lecturers do nowadays, it didn't used to be the same when I was growing up. Whenever a lecture is about to start, they give you your lesson objectives. The reason why that is the case is to begin to create in your mind expectations of what you should get by reason of being in this lecture. Praise God. And so when it comes to the new creation realities, what are those things that I'm supposed to look at in my life as a Christian to be able to know that I'm walking in the fullness of what God accomplished for me? Number one is the fact that is what is forgiveness. Praise the name of the Lord. You see, the subject of forgiveness is so deep that many a times the reason why people don't have a meaningful relationship with God is because they are dealing with the guilt of their past. Praise the name of the Lord. Many people are dealing with the guilt of their past. I don't care what you have done. Praise God. There is no sin too grave that God cannot save. Praise the name of the Lord. Any sin you can think of, God died for the person. Praise the name of the Lord. But you see, until you come to the terms that you are forgiven, because it's one thing for someone to say that, I am sorry, and then you receive that forgiveness. It's a different thing altogether. Praise God. I remember there was a time when, I think it was me and my wife, we had a misunderstanding or whatever, you know, we're not perfect. And I said, okay, fine, that I'm sorry. But she said, yeah, I've forgiven you. But I was still saying, but I'm sorry. Because I didn't feel that she had forgiven me. Praise God. And for many of us as Christians, this is how we live our lives. Because the Bible says that what 1 Peter 5 verse 9, that if you confess your sins, 
that the Bible says that what? God is faithful and just to forgive. So for every time you genuinely, because the Bible said, I think it was Psalm 51, said a broken, a broken and a contrite heart, I the Lord will not despise. The moment you for, confess your sins sincerely, you are forgiven. Praise God. You don't need to feel forgiven. Because many a times we wait till you feel some form of sensation. Maybe you have goosebumps, then that's an indication that, oh yes, God has forgiven me. Or maybe your TV just comes on and Jesus says, oh dear Jeffrey, don't worry, you're forgiven. No. The moment you confess your sin, the Bible said that what? God is faithful and just to forgive. Praise God. Because as a new creation, you must understand this. Because there are times when the devil, the accuser of the brethren, will be quick to remind you of what you did. But the point is, every time he reminds you, your response must be, my father has already forgiven me. Praise God. Yes, he reminds you, oh, but you just sinned yesterday. That's okay. My father has forgiven me. Because if you confess your sin, God's obligation is to do what? A forgive. It is only unconfessed sins that is spending forgiveness. Praise the name of the Lord. Number two is that what is the gift of righteousness. The Bible says that what? For he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us that we might what? Become the righteousness of God in him. Praise God. What is righteousness? Someone said that it is the ability to stand before the Father's presence as though sin had never been. Praise God. Praise the name of the Lord. You know, children, it's, it's amazing how God uses children to communicate spiritual realities. You see, for my children, for example, when they do something naughty and I correct them, now, as an adult, you will assume that they should give you space. Don't ask me for anything. After all, you just misbehaved. But guess what? Two minutes later, they are coming to make a request. Praise God. It's because they have that sense of righteousness. I'm acting like as... That's why the Bible said that if anybody must enter the kingdom, he must first of all do what? Be a babe. Because children understand this concept of right that regardless of what I do, my father is still my father. Praise the name of the Lord. Because when we understand this concept or understand this reality, there is nothing the devil can tell you. You have the boldness. That's why the Bible says, come boldly to the throne of grace. There is nothing stopping you from making your request before God. There is nothing stopping you from having a meaningful relationship. Because this is why Jesus came. That he must restore righteousness unto us. Praise the name of the Lord Jesus. Finally, is the what? The life of God. Hallelujah. And that's why I like that song that says, this life that I have is the life of God in me. When the Bible says in Psalm 85 that do you not know that ye are gods, but yet you perish like the children of men. Praise the name of the Lord. That the moment we gave our life to Christ and embraced Jesus as our Savior, the old life perished away. I like how the Amplified Version says it. It says, thus it is written that the first man, Adam, became a living being. It says an individual personality. 
But it says the last Adam, Christ, became what? A life-giving spirit, restoring the dead to life. Praise the name of the Lord. That you carry God on your inside. Praise the name of the Lord. That you have the life of, because, yes, the Bible said that whoever believes in God will not perish, but have eternal life. Eternal life is not just about living in eternity. No, it is exhibiting the God kind of life in the now. Praise God. It is your consciousness that I carry God as Jesus is, so I am today. Praise God. Because it is this consciousness that we begin to function according to how Jesus did. Praise the name of the Lord. That I carry God on my inside. Whatever Jesus was able to do, I'm able to do the same. It is not because I'm special. No. It's just because I'm made in the image and the likeness of God. Praise the name of the Lord. And so in conclusion, E.W. Kenyon is a book that I recommend everyone to go and read. The New Creation Realities. He said that as a new creation, you must understand that Jesus died to make us alive. He was made sin to make us righteous. He became weak to make us strong. He suffered shame to give us glory. He went to hell in order to take us to heaven. He was condemned in order to justify us. He was made sick in order that healing might be ours. He was cast out of the presence of God in order to make us welcome there. Praise the name of the Lord. That Jesus accomplished all this on a day like this thousand years ago. That no longer are we aliens, but we are what? Sons and daughters of God. So when John was writing, he said that as many that have believed him, he says to them, he gave what? The power to become the sons of God. Hallelujah. Let us bow our heads as we pray. Just begin to ask the Lord that indeed that I want those words to be engraved on the tablets of my heart. That Father, I want to walk in the reality of the new creation. That this is my desire. I no longer want to live a defeated Christian life. My intent, oh God, is that I exhibit the God kind of life in this day and in the now. That Lord, you will help me. Lord, you will help me start from today that the Holy Ghost will stir up a hunger for the things of God within me that brings me to a place where my eyes are opened to know who I truly am in Christ. Perhaps you are here and you are yet to make Jesus the Lord of your life. Today is a good opportunity because a time will come when you would want to do so, but it won't be possible. Therefore, if you're here, even if you want to restore your relationship back to God, why don't you just say with me, Father, forgive me of my sins. Cleanse me with your blood. I acknowledge that you died on the cross of Calvary for me. And on the third day, you rose again. Therefore, I confess you as my Lord and my personal Savior. Grant me the grace to walk in the reality of the new creation. In Jesus' mighty and matchless name, we have prayed. Amen.